Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. 40 degrees and cloudy at 410 here on January 24th, Wednesday. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Let me see if I could get to a couple of things that I wanted to get to earlier today before we move on. Uh, looks like eBay, the online retailer eBay, is cutting a 1,000 jobs. It's the latest tech company to reduce its workforce. Estimated 9% of its full-time workforce saying its number of employees and costs have exceeded how much the business is growing in a slowing economy. It marks the latest layoffs in the tech industry. CEO said in a message to employees on Tuesday that the company also reduced how many contracts we have within our alternate workforce over the coming months. Those who are being laid off will be told through Zoom calls with their bosses, CEO stated, requesting that people work from home Wednesday will allow privacy for those conversations. We need to better organize our teams for speed, allowing us to be more nimble, bring like work together, and help us make decisions more quickly, he said in the note, which is uh, was posted online. These changes are difficult, but I am confident that by working together, we will become stronger than ever. San Jose, California-based eBay is the latest tech company to roll out a series of layoffs after quickly ramping up hiring during COVID-19 pandemic while people spent more time and money online. Now companies from Google to Amazon have been making painful job cuts to reduce costs and bolster their bottom lines. Just this month, Google said it was laying off hundreds of employees working on its hardware, voice assistants, and engineering teams, while TikTok said it's shedding dozens of workers in ads and sales and video game developer Riot Games behind the popular League of Legends Multiplayer battle game was trimming 11% of its staff. Meanwhile, Amazon said uh, this month that it's cutting several hundred jobs in its Prime Video and MGM Studios unit. The online retail giant owns two other companies that announced major layoffs in January. Audible, the online audiobook and podcast service, which is trimming about 5% of its workforce. The streaming platform, Twitch, that is cutting more than 500 jobs. Other tech companies, including Spotify, Microsoft, Meta, and IBM, also have received uh, recently cut jobs. They're running into a slowing economy following rapid interest rate heights unleashed by central banks around the world to combat soaring inflation. The head of eBay pointed to those concerns in the need to trim workforces despite facing external pressures like the challenging macroeconomic environment. We know we can... Uh, we know we can be better with the factors we control. The company has also faced internal problems that hurt its business. The online retailer will pay a $3 million fine to resolve a U.S. criminal charge over harassment campaign waged by employees who sent live spiders, cockroaches, and other disturbing items to a home of a Massachusetts couple, according to documents this month. The Justice Department charged eBay with stalking, witness tampering, and obstruction of justice more than three years after the employees were prosecuted in an extensive scheme to intimidate a couple who produced an online newsletter called 
e-commerce bites that upset eBay executives with its coverage. So they sent live spiders and cockroaches to their house. All right, then. Well, it just goes to show you how the economy's doing there, I guess. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Wayne from Einan. Wayne, how are you doing today? Very good. How are you doing today, Rob? I'm doing all right. It's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day in Northeast PA. Yeah. yeah. Just a slightly a little overcast, but that's okay. <laughs> we can deal with that, right? <laughs> Nothing that's not normal. Let's put it that way. Okay, here's my comment. I, uh, thank God for that Trenton policeman that uh, was moved. I got to say, uh, God bless him. You know, hope he continues to move on. No doubt. Do no well. doubt. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my other comment is about this election that's going to happen between Biden and Trump. I think we're headed for very dangerous territory, okay, uh, unprecedented territory, uh, with, uh, especially if Trump wins and they try to put him in jail. I'm just gonna, uh, that's my opinion, okay? It's going to be a perfect time uh, for total chaos in this nation, especially if we run into what we have in this nation as far as, uh, uh, say, terrorist cells or something like that would be a perfect time for them to strike in this situation. Just an opinion of mine. Yeah. I, I don't think they're, they're going to continue what they have done, uh, which is, uh, you know, if they if they take control of one of the chambers, which they have control of the Senate right now, it's going to be investigation mm-hmm. after investigation. They're going to put stone walls up like they did um, then. And that's why I was hesitant to go down the road to begin with, because it's just going to be four more years of, of back and forth nitpicking. Uh, we're not going to reach our full potential as a nation. We're not going to reach our full potential as a government because they're going to be so gridlocked in this tit for tat in Washington. And, and, and I think America needs to get past that. I hope we get to that point, Rob. I hope we do get to that point. I hope there is no such thing as martial law in place or anything like that in this nation uh, with the election, if if things get that hot needed, that's all I'm saying. Uh, they did it in Ukraine. Uh, they did it in a couple other countries. Okay, so and they did it back, I think, in the what was it, the Madison administration, something similar to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's something that could happen here, and I hope it doesn't. Okay, but it, of the writings on the wall, that it could very easily happen. That's just my opinion. Okay. Uh, so, what do you think your opinion is on it? Like I said, uh, it's going to be a Joe Biden versus Donald Trump, and I don't. Yeah. Th- I think they're going to continue the same, and it's going to get worse. And if he is elected, and I say if he is elected by the people, then he, uh, it's going to be constant attacks like there were. I mean, we went through four years of it already. I mean, everyone right. wants to bring up January 6th, but they want to forget about the riots that happened during his inauguration when he right. was inaugurated right. and marched down the, the yeah, avenue exactly. in Washington where they were burning limousines, they were smashing windows, they were rioting, they were spitting on people going to the, the functions that night, they were attacking the people who were going on functions tonight. that night. Dozens of police officers were injured that night. They were setting things on fire. You know, you want to forget about that. That wasn't an insurrection. Right. That wasn't anything. Right. That was just a riot. Right. But, you know, yeah. they, they want to look at things different when it was January that's, 6th. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. This is going to, this might happen that January 6th would look like a clam bake. You know, that's what I'm afraid of. Okay. Uh, 
Because if you talk to people out there, like I, I talk to a bunch of people. Uh, I'm up Wegmans almost every day, and I talk with a whole bunch of people. And the tensions are rising very high, very high between everybody. Uh, that's all I'm saying. You know, I don't care if you're Democrats, Republicans, or just plain common people uh, that don't go either direction. The tensions, they look at everything, and they're, they're saying it straight out. This is this is this is unbelievable. The tensions are getting just getting so high. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Bobby. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it will go that way. I'm just saying there's a strong possibility it could go that way. It could lead into that situation. Oh, because they might have to. They might if it gets that crazy. They might have to initial initiate martial law just to keep common. Just to keep it commonly, trying to keep it commonly cool a little bit. Uh, I hope we don't get there. Uh, I hope we don't I, get there. No, hope. I definitely hope we don't get there. I don't want to see that. I'm not a Biden lover and I'm not a Trump lover, but this, this, is, this, this is the situation we're in. And no, it's unprecedented. It, it happened then, and, and I think it, if, if, it's, if, if he's elected— uh, and again, it's happening now. I mean, Joe Biden's in office now, and you have these ceasefire ri- riots and, and disturbances all over the place now. So yeah. it's 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 gotten to a point where lawlessness has been accepted. Lawlessness is right. not being prevented the way it should be on all sides. And again, I'm saying now when Joe Biden's in office. I mean, he gave a speech the other day. I think he was interrupted 14 times. Yeah, that, that, that's what scares me, Bobby. Yep. That's what scares me. The lawlessness that is allowed right now, that's what scares me, too, you know, uh, because there's no control out there. No. There's nobody, there's just nobody out there uh, protecting almost anybody right now. That's the sad part. Well, okay, I, don't mean the, to be, the, I don't mean to be doom and gloom, but yeah. this, is, this is life at the moment. Yeah, and, and it, you know, there's been ebbs and flows throughout history, and hopefully this is just uh, we're on the upturn now and things start to get better. I just hope we learn to, to be able to, to live with each other and, and move forward. Uh, Wayne, I appreciate I your so call. Too. Thank you, hey, my friend. Take care. Have a good day, my friend. Bye-bye. Uh, it's 421 here at WIOK. Time for traffic and weather. Well, thanks, Rob. There's a disabled vehicle, well, a disabled wide load with a flat tire between Wilkesbury Bear Creek and Pittston. You are coming to pretty much a standstill at the Wilkesbury Bear Creek exit on 81 northbound. There was a bad accident on 80 westbound near 380. That has things all backed up in that area. 611 in Mount Pocono is all jammed up as well this afternoon. And there was an accident on Jackson Street in Scranton. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269 from the WILK Traffic Center. Nikki Stone with this Penteladata Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, rain showers and downpours, low 39. Thursday, cloudy with scattered showers throughout the day, high 56. Thursday night, scattered showers are possible, low 39. Friday morning showers followed by mostly cloudy and dry afternoon, high 50. Saturday, mostly cloudy and mild, high 48. Sunday, breezy with a wintry mix and turning colder in the afternoon, high of 44.
Uh, let me tell you about BudgetBlinds.com. Listen, you contact BudgetBlinds.com. You make an appointment with them. They come out to you. You go to them, whichever way you want to work it out. Tom and Rick are great with doing that. They'll accommodate you whenever it works for you. Uh, they're a leader in custom window treatments, 90% more options than your big box stores. I'm telling you, that's the number one thing that stood out for me, the amount of choices I was missing out on by going to a big box store and trying to do it yourself. Budget Blinds is proud to offer the best warranty program in the industry, including their no-questions-asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. You're going to go through three or four different sets of big box blinds during the time you're going to have these BudgetBlind.com blinds. I'm telling you, reach out to BudgetBlind.com, meet with them, see what they have to offer. You won't be disappointed. It's 423 here at WILK, 41 degrees and cloudy. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show. Give me a second. I'm just... a uh... Responding to a text messenger that was asking a question. Uh, 41 degrees and cloudy here at 425. Trying to catch my bearings here again. I, I had a schedule all worked out. You guys want to throw me off with everything. Talking about this and that. Vote for whoever you want to vote for. Um, let's have that discussion, though. And, and if you think everything's fine with Joe Biden, if you think everything's going good, let's... Call in. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. I disagree. I don't think things are going very well. Our military is being attacked on a daily basis. We're fighting three proxy wars right now. Um, you know, our, some of our military experts were just asked at the White House, are we at war right now? And they said it sort of feels like it, but no, not really. We're just responding to attacks. Um, you know, we, we've been attacking the Houthis you know, pretty regularly over the past few weeks, and they again attacked us today. They shot missiles at our a uh, U.S. flagged ship just today, just this morning. And thankfully, one of those ballistic missiles fell in the water, and two of them were shot down by interdictions from some of our destroyers that are in the area. And again, we're using, when we fire one of these weapons, when we fire these munitions to take out one of their ballistic missiles, their ballistic missiles probably cost a couple thousand dollars, or our, our missile costs about a million. So, uh, you know, how often do we want to do this? Uh, obviously, we're not degrading them. They're still firing missiles at us. Obviously, we're not sending a message to not do this like they say we are. I mean, at what point in our lifetime did we just allow terrorists to fire missiles at us on a daily basis? Um, you know, I, I had uh, Tony Schaefer on, an intelligence expert, former lieutenant colonel on the show earlier this week, who was talking, uh, you know, about a pilot who's in North Carolina, who's severely injured. There's a pilot in a, German, in a German hospital right now that is still in a coma since Christmas Day. Now, they say he's in stable condition, but he's in a coma. So how stable could it be? Severe head trauma, traumatic brain injuries, and we have four individuals just this past week that were attacked in the base in Iraq who are suffering from traumatic brain injuries and concussions. These are our soldiers. Now, I understand it doesn't affect most of us in our day-to-day -day lives. You shrug your shoulders. Hey, if somebody didn't even tell me, I wouldn't even know. Why do I care? When has this been normal for us through our lifetimes? I'm in my mid-50s. You know, at which point was it okay for a terrorist group backed by Iran, a terrorist government, to fire missiles at us on a daily basis? If you think everything's fine with the economy, if you think the warnings about Social Security and Medicare are just warnings, no big deal. You know, we have unlimited funds. It's okay. If you think the deficit's not a problem, if you think the economy, I'm reading about these thousands of layoffs each day. Matter of fact, let, let me get to this call now. We have uh, 
Carol from Falls on layoffs. Carol. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. No problem. Um, you were talking about uh, the layoffs, or the online shopping things, um, and different companies. Yep. And there's a lot of people that are losing their jobs. But my question is, how many of those CEOs or presidents or whatever of those companies are taking a cut in their salary? Well, we Does know the answer to that, Carol. That doesn't happen. <laughs> but shouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, if, if you're in charge of a company that's not doing so well and you're the leader of it, you should take just as much as hit as anyone else. Right. Well, back when we were having trouble with all of our banks, the CEOs were getting millions of dollars, and they didn't lose anything. A lot of us did. Yeah, they, that's, you're, tr- you're right. And it's, that, that's just the way it happens. I mean, because yep. even, if a co- even if there's corporate restructuring, even if there's you know, a bankruptcy and someone's got to see it through, you know, they, they get their bonuses. They get paid because they saw the company through these rough times, even though they may be the ones who created it. <laughs> yeah. So, you Something's know. definitely backwards. Yeah, somebody looks at it and says, hey, you know, if we're cutting 10% of our staff, Worldwide, and it depends on how big the company is. Um, yeah, maybe you should take a cut too. Maybe, maybe we should reel things back, especially when it comes to bonuses. But you know what? The, the way the corporate structure has worked, the way we have tolerated it, um, they think it's a hard job to get you through a chapter eleven or chapter seven or whatever you you file for, and you've navigated that and brought us out the other side successful, and we can do it again. And we're going to reward you for that because you saw us through those rough times. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Um, there, there's very little accountability at the top. There always has been. I mean, look at our government, right? Uh, no, I'd rather not. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, the... Rob. I appreciate your program. Love it. Thank you, Carol. Thanks for checking in. You have a great night. Yep. You too. Bye. Thanks. It's uh, 431 here at WILK. We'll be back with the news. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. On this Wednesday, January 24th, 2024, 40 degrees and cloudy outside at three at 436. It's a point of the show where you honor our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice and those here uh, in Pennsylvania that I name each and every day. 61 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day throughout history. January 24th, none, thankfully, are from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Love when I have to say that. I mean, I think it's been less than a dozen times and I'm going on just about a year here on the air with you guys, and I appreciate that. We're going to talk about that next week when I do hit that one-year anniversary mark here with you. Um, I've been able to say it less than a dozen times, so anytime I could say there are none from Pennsylvania, I, uh, I appreciate doing that. Uh, just an update on the incident that took place at the Scranton High School this morning or in the vicinity of the Scranton High School. Uh, Scranton police took a man with a weapon into custody Wednesday near Scranton High School. Police and school district officials confirmed the incident played out before noon and remains under investigation. They declined to provide any further information, including a description of the weapon, as the investigation continues. In a statement shared on social media, the Scranton police... The Scranton School District said uh, an individual carrying a weapon was observed walking in the direction of the school and immediately detained. The person was not on school property when taken into custody, acting superintendent said in an email, crediting the quick response of the city police department and the district school security officers. Our utmost priority is the safety and well-being of our students and staff 
And the district said, in accordance with district emergency procedures, all district schools were placed in a secure status to ensure the security of everyone on the premise. There is no ongoing threat, but the district has requested increased police presence in the schools out of an abundance of caution. We will provide more information as it becomes available and is deemed appropriate to share, the district said. In the meantime, we want to emphasize our commitment to maintaining a safe and secure learning environment. District officials are fully cooperating with local and state police in the investigation. The statement notes, dismissal and after-school activities will continue as scheduled. So uh, that's the update at Scranton High School today. I know if if you live in the area, you're hearing a lot, you're getting a lot. um, Please, uh, and the Scranton police on their Facebook page urge this. Um, Don't spread rumors. Obviously, you talk amongst your friends and such like that. But let the law enforcement officials release the information. There's no need to panic people. There's no need to get involved. And again, just goes to show how lucky we are to have police entities like the Scranton Police Department that, uh, you know, we're quick to respond to this, control the situation, take care of the situation where to where there's no longer a threat. That's what our law enforcement does. So that's what we need to uh, to look at. Looking at some text messages that are coming in. Uh, you can call or text at 570-883-0098. I mean, you got to know by now. you got to know me. Uh, we can have a conversation. If you want to talk about why you support Joe Biden, call in and talk about why you support Joe Biden. If you want to call about what you want to see moving forward for our country, let's talk about it. That's what we're here for, to have that conversation. Um, if you want to call to attack people who don't think like you, if you want to call to uh, call people names, if you want to call, let's call with ideas. Let's call with how we move forward. Let's talk about how we do those things. That's what brings us there. So, uh, you know, we'll see there. I, I just saw this. The U.S. federal government agency spent $20 billion. Nikki, you're going to love this as you walk in for traffic. The U.S. federal government agency spent $20 billion in 2022 and 2023 on refugee resettlement as the number of illegal migrants entering the country reached record levels. The nonprofit opened the books, released a report that found the U.S. agency Office of Refugee Resettlement has spent money as a number of migrant encounters at the border reached 2.5 million in 2023. The Office of Refugee Resettlement spent $8.9 billion in fiscal year 2022 and $10.9 billion in fiscal year 2023, according to Open the Books report. $20 billion in just two years transporting migrants across the country coming to a city near you. And if you don't think it's going to happen here, you're sadly mistaken. These cities are filling up. They don't have any room. Just a matter of time before they point to Places like Northeast Pennsylvania. And they wonder why we need an orderly way to do things, like a legal way to do things instead of it being everybody all at once at any time for whatever reason. $20 billion just to transport them across the nation. Then you add in housing, health care, everything else involved. They could have shored up Social Security and Medicare for the remainder of our lifetimes. It's and that number nothing. sounded that way. Yes. Yeah. yeah but um, people will tell you why we're wrong about that. Mm-hmm. And again, sure. create a legal path, create a way where they can come in legally, 
pay taxes, work, do the things that, that do better their lives. But what's what's happening now is not that. Right. Right. And that's all we're asking for is something orderly, something that makes sense. Not when I had people talking about homeless in our backyard that have lived here and worked here in some cases who, yes, fell apart upon hard times. They don't have the same resources as $20 billion. Can you imagine? Absolutely. Absolutely. For for people who were born and raised here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we all came from somewhere, but you get where I'm coming from. Yep. Twenty billion dollars in just two years, just to transport them around. But they want to they want to focus on Governor Abbott in Texas for sending a couple of hundred, a couple of thousand here and there, spending Texas funds. But while the government is transporting more people around the nation than ever before, just uh, one of them shake your head moments. It's time for <laughs> the problem is there's too many shake your head moments. There is. There is. All right. I guess it's time for traffic and weather together. I guess so. I guess. All right. So we do have some slowing on 81 northbound. It appears that they have cleared out that disabled vehicle, uh, double wide or whatever it was, a huge uh, vehicle with a flat tire. But things are still going a bit under the speed limit. 81 northbound starting around uh, Wilkesbury Bear Creek. You can expect to dip below 55 miles per hour. Coming southbound on 81 from Music to Avoca, you're dipping below 40. And again, in the Scranton area, heading northbound, you dip below 40 miles per hour because of the congestion. Right now, no reports of any accidents in Northeast PA and no major backups. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, rain showers and downpours, low 39. Thursday, cloudy with scattered showers throughout the day, high 56. Thursday night, scattered showers are possible, low 39. Friday morning, showers followed by mostly cloudy and dry. Afternoon, high 50. Saturday, mostly cloudy and mild, high 48. Sunday, breezy with the wintry mix and turning colder in the afternoon, high 41. It's currently 40 degrees and cloudy here at 4. I know what to do. Either Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, let's get a keg party going somewhere. And I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. We're just going to get along. Right? Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 40 degrees and cloudy here at 448. Let's go to the phone now, seeing some uh, different names. We have uh, Glenn from Plains on Trump versus Biden. Glenn. Hello. I urge people to keep in mind one fact. When Donald Trump was president, there was peace and prosperity around the world. Things were getting better and better for everyone except terrorists. Under Biden, things are getting worse and worse every day. So please keep that in mind when deciding who to support. Is a great observation again, straight from from what you've observed, and it's not wrong. I mean, we it was a different time; things were handled differently. Um, there was a projection of strength of power, and I don't see that now. There was happiness, and you do hear the latest. I forget what school district. I don't think it's local, but they're going to start allowing mental anguish sick days for for children. I did have that earlier, and uh, okay. 
it's it's the house edu- it's the house education committee will consider mental health days as an excused yeah. absence that is in pennsylvania that's a pennsylvania bill like, you that, know i Glenn, grew up dealing with bullies that's a pennsylvania I, I, but that's a pennsylvania bill it's house bill 1553 that's going to add three mental health days as a reason for excused absences here in pennsylvania and children it, have to learn the pecking order that happens in grade school and high school. You know, you find out your strengths and weaknesses. You learn how to identify the bullies and how to placate the bullies. You learn so much socialization um, that that makes your brain stronger and your mental ability stronger. Yep, I it, it works in nature. It worked when we were growing up. Uh, you know, I, I think you know you have to be careful that it doesn't turn into bullying. But yes, there's a natural pecking order where you learn learn that in society. It's just the way it, it works. Glenn, I appreciate your call. I got a bunch of other calls holding on. Well, well, point number Good. two. Go ahead, quick. Glenn. Um, the uh, runner up there in uh, New Hampshire, uh, Nikki, uh, should be accused of uh, age discrimination by constantly criticizing people in their 80s, you know, uh, Biden and Trump, I guess, will be in his 80s soon, saying they're not fit just because of their age. I mean, that's age discrimination should be condemned. Another great observation. Uh, But (laughs) I I think it needs to be part of the conversation, but more of mental competence, not just an age. Yes, exactly. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks for checking in. Let me go. We have... uh, Lee from Scranton on why he won't vote for Biden. Lee. Um, well, look, I'm not name-calling. You can look this up on the computer. It's called collective stupidity. Okay, it's a group of people that believe the most outrageous things, okay? And it's like a it's like a plague because it just keeps spreading. And when you look at people that are going to vote for Joe Biden and the Democrats, they see all the terrible things that are happening to our country. You know, our military under pressure by the Chinese and the Iranians and the Russians. And, you know, they see the prices going up in the stores and, you know, all the all the, you know, gaffes that the president makes and how disconnected he is from reality. But they're still going to vote for him. Okay, that's called collective stupidity. Okay, and look it up because it's not name calling. It's just a group of people that realize that things aren't right, but they don't. They just go with the flow, okay? There's confirmation bias is another word for that, Lee. Confirmation bias, where they've already come to their conclusion because of, of their party. And they they won't yeah. see the things that are out there to look at to change that opinion. But these are all realities. And, you know, when you listen to people talk about Donald Trump and, you know, most of the negative things they got from him against him are something that somebody like Joseph Goebbels would have did in Nazi Germany when he just kept saying the right, the same things, even though they were lies, over and over and over repetitively. And then they used the mechanisms of government to keep spreading that. And when you talk to people about Donald Trump, all the things they say to you about reasons not to vote for him are all make-believe created by the Democratic Party and the people with money and power. And when you look at the general population, we're poorer, less educated, okay, and we have less opportunity. And, you know, Martin Luther King always said that you have to be able to dream to change your world for the better. And I think Americans have totally 100% stopped dreaming. 
So, I mean, I don't know what you think about what I just said to you today, but um, no, I I I, I, I I agree with a lot of what you said. I, I like to use confirmation bias and and or or you know the blind allegiance or or such like that, or their hate for Donald Trump is just so much they don't care. I mean, I have people who text this show regularly that. They don't care how bad things are under Joe Biden. They'll admit it. They, they don't like him. They don't like his policies. Things are bad as they've ever been, but they will not vote for Donald Trump. Okay, well, if those are the two choices, then you're saying it's another four years of Joe Biden. I don't understand how somebody can do that, but there are people that are willing to do that. Well, you know, our military is under tremendous pressure from the Chinese and from the Russians. You know, a lot of the equipment they're building is being built with plans that were taken from America. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing how corrupt our country's become over a period of time. We have leaders that have no leadership ability, and we keep electing them, whether they're state representatives, council members, state senators, you know, or federal senators. They just have money to run, but they have no ideas, okay, and they have no leadership skills. So then what happens to our country is it's it's really adrift, and everybody talks about people working. Well, all our manufacturing jobs are in the third world, and, you know, Rob, we need those jobs back to stabilize our country and, and create a ladder for people to build on to, to take themselves out of poverty. And all this money, like you were talking about, billions of dollars for resettlement, I mean, our country is being bled dry by the third world. We're, and and the, the problem with the people coming from the third world is, they left their countries fall apart, didn't stand up and protect them and try to restore them. And it's the same thing is happening in America. We're watching our country crumble around us, and nobody's doing anything because the people we've elected are incapable. And the people that are generally like you and I, they've just tuned everything out. Unfortunately, correct. But uh, with an election year, can we continue to do that with everything going on in the world, the, the border the way it is? Three proxy wars going on, our military being attacked on a daily basis. Uh, sooner or later, something's going to happen here, and it's going to become very personal for people here. And at that point, is it too late for them to realize it? Is the mistake that far gone that it's that, uh, that, it's that hard to recover from? That's my fear, and I hope we don't get there, Lee. Thanks for checking in. Yep, you're welcome. Thank you. It's uh, 4.55. Pat, I see you on the phone. I'll get to you in just a second. It's 4.55 here at WIL. Okay, we'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Let me go to the lines now. We have uh, Pat from Wyoming on Trump. Pat. Hi, Rob. Um, this is amazing. How can you hate a person who only made America so great? These evil, no morals people who all they have to run on is abortion rights have persecuted Trump. They are so afraid he might be elected and restore America to what it was. Also, that lie about what happened in a New York store, it never happened. A member of their security team, Home for Christmas, told me they patrol every floor all day, and no way that could have happened. Wonder how much that woman was paid by the Democrats for that lie. Well, they did fund her uh, to get that law changed, uh, but, uh, you know, the civil suit was won in her favor. It happened 20 years ago. No criminal charges were ever brought. No evidence was ever brought back then. It makes you wonder. I'm not going to say one way or another, let the legal course, I mean, work it say out. But to say he definitively did these things is disingenuous. And she waited 20 years. I agree, Pat. Thanks for checking in. Okay, Rob. Thank, Thank you. And, uh, you know, there you have it. Everyone's open to their opinion. I'm open to your opinion on either way.
It's coming up on 5 o'clock here on WILK News Radio on this Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. 40 degrees and cloudy outside. Again, just coming up on 5 o'clock. We'll be back after the news break. See you then.